the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. All right, everybody, good morning. Thursday, February 15th, 2024. Glad you are here. I hope everybody's Valentine's Day was filled with blessings. Ours was. We had a great and loving day. Went out and had a wonderful uh, midweek dinner adventure last night. Just had a fantastic time. And I hope that, that your Valentine's Day was just sweet and wonderful and loving and filled with all the good things. Yesterday was supposed to be filled with great things in Kansas City. Uh, how many cities would love to? Well, the answer is 32 of them. How many would love to have a Super Bowl parade? Seems like forever since we've had one. And you may recall there was a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl parade, if anybody's old enough to remember when we had those, that descended into some rioting. But we didn't have uh, any shootings, and we didn't have uh, a death and more than 20 others injured. That is what we had in Kansas City. We will take a look at that. It, It is a huge news story. I don't know how much of a Well, here's the talk show topic in it. Because the first thing we do, obviously, is we pray for the life lost. And the woman killed was was a, a radio lady at KKFI, kind of a community station in Kansas City. Her name was Lisa Lopez Galvan. She went by Lisa G. She did a show called The Taste of Tejano. And she was there. Her husband and her adult son, her adult son, got shot too. But Lisa died. And she was um, a mom of two, loved by so many. And... Um, so we lift her up in prayer, and we lift up in in a wish of prayerful healing, the more than 20 others injured. I obviously have some things to say about the reactions you that we're already getting. Um, the, the, uh, the prayers are going up, and the gun control fanatics are spreading out, as will happen as, like like clockwork. So we will uh, we will talk about that. We have, of course, all kinds of continuing uh, political news. Um, the 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 Joe Biden, uh, you know, whether Joe has his marbles or not, I, I think that's a settled matter. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> Babylon B, uh, devout Catholic Joe Biden gives up cognitive tests for Lent. We laugh lest we cry. Uh, we we can't we can't force a cognitive test. Uh, we can't make it a test for the presidency in advance. That's unconstitutional. The requirements for the presidency are in there. Basically, thirty five years old, natural born American citizen. That's it. Beyond that, it's up to us. So this is baked in. Uh, the man is is unfit to be president. So we got to figure out what to do about that. Uh, Texas Congressman and former White House Dr. Ronnie Jackson has been saying a lot about uh, Biden's uh, cognitive uh, uh, 
uh, decline and has been catching holy you-know-what from the White House as a result. Um, hmm, we, we think they doth protest too much. So we have uh, all manner of it's – just, it's just like the continuing crisis, man. Golly Moses. So there's 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 just a lot. Let let me share something with you on something in overnight news. This is the thing I was mentioning obliquely a couple of minutes ago. Uh, something happened overnight. <laughs> Please, I, I'm your guy for this kind of stuff. And it just so happens, and the timing is just sublime of something that we're going to do in the 9 o'clock hour today. This is appointment listening. Uh, I, was, I always make the joke, you know, cancel business appointments. You got to hear the 9 o'clock hour. But hello, podcasts. As soon as the show is over, Rhonda has the entire show up within the hour, and you can hear the thing on your own time. So here's let me ramp this up in the following way. Overnight, uh, SpaceX had a launch from Cape Canaveral, and it was of an unmanned moon lander, the IM-1, a company called Intuitive Machines. This is about delivering payloads to the moon so that when we are sending people to the moon again, which now there's been a delay, it might, it'll might it be at least two years. At le- It's probably, well, probably at least three, uh, because the flight that was due to send people to circle the moon and come back uh, with our friend, with our new friend, Commander Reed Wiseman, that was going to be at the end of this year. Mm. Well, they got issues like with uh, little things like the suits and the spacecraft. Well, you might want to get those shored up. So it'll probably be more like the, the, the middle of middle or end of even next year, 25, with an actual landing coming perhaps in 26. But there's a thing on the way to the moon right now, and it could land on Thursday, a little unmanned lander. Now, other countries have done this uh, intermittently, uh, China, India, uh, Japan, in, in the last uh, few decades. We, ha- we haven't landed anything on the moon since people, not since Apollo 17, our last moon mission with actual astronauts in December of 1972. This is the first thing we've sent to the moon. Now, I am so geeked out, I, I can hardly see, because this thing is due to land on Thursday close to the lunar south pole. Right, so you're thinking unmanned thing on the moon? Whoop de do. Well, the ability to land stuff on the moon is pretty big deal because we may colonize and we may, you know, when we send people, we can send supplies. This is this is a pretty important building block to whatever lunar future we envision. Uh, what this thing's going to do is, as it descends on Thursday, according to plan, it will spit out a camera which will supposedly be able to pivot around and capture the landing third person. You will, it, it spits out a camera. I don't know if it'll actually make that sound in the airless lunar atmosphere. Probably not. But for my purposes, it'll spit out a camera. And that thing will go and be able to capture the landing, which we can see. Oh, my God. So, so, that, so there's that. Now, what, what does this lead to? What are we doing in the 9 o'clock hour today? So I mentioned that the last time America sent anything to the lunar surface, it was the Apollo 17 lunar module with astronauts Gene Cernan and, and Jack Schmidt aboard. The, um, the flight director for that mission was Gene Krantz. You know Gene. High and tight, man. The haircut that uh, you can't forget. Ed Harris portrayed him in Apollo 13. Because Gene Krantz was there as well, helping to bring those boys back home. Gene Krantz was in the room for Apollo 11 when we landed on the moon, running that show. Gene Krantz is 90. 
he's on the show today in the 9 o'clock hour and maybe a little bit of tomorrow's 9 o'clock hour. I've been in touch with Gene over the months. He's a busy guy. He's, he, I'm exhausted with his schedule, and I'm, I'm, I'm 24 years younger. Uh, and so we had a chat this week, and it was magnificent. We went through, we walked through some history. We he he told us things. Listen, the, trust me when I when I say this. He told me stuff I didn't know, <laughs> which is saying something. Revealed some things. I it, it's and and spoke in a way to inspire us. It's just, it's tonic for the soul. So most of it will be in today's nine o'clock hour and whatever's left we'll do tomorrow's nine o'clock hour. Cause we got a lot going on. Yeah, first things first, right? So uh, just, just be ready. Today's nine o'clock hour, a conversation with the great Gene Krantz, the white vested uh, authority figure there in mission control. And um, for not just for Apollo, but for a ton of the Mercury and Gemini flights as well. He is the voice of space history and uh, as as the keeper of that flame around here, it, what an honor and what a joy. And I'm so glad to be able to share that with you in our nine o'clock hour today. Uh, the one political race will duck into Barry Wernick, uh, who ran for Dallas City Council, you may recall. And now he's running for our state house against Morgan Meyer. Has a Dan Patrick uh, endorsement. Uh, the way the, the battle lines are being drawn, the Patrick endorsements. Uh, tends to be sort of a conservatives versus uh, Dade feeling toadies. And it's funny, every time Patrick talks about Dade, Fe- it, it is feeling, right? P-H, it's feeling. Calls him Dade Phelan, as in F-A-I-L-I-N apostrophe. <laughs> um, and then you have Greg Abbott out doing something really rare, especially for him, oppo- uh, backing primary uh, challengers to Republican incumbents who have thwarted him on school choice. So you so you have that going on. And you throw in the Paxton endorsements, and sometimes they bump into each other because you've got Paxton-endorsed people running against Patrick-endorsed people, and, and, sometimes, and, and sometimes they're allies, sometimes they're opponents. It is, a, it, is, it is quite the deliciously tangled web these days uh, politically. Anyway, uh, Barry Wernick running against Morgan Meyer uh, in a Dallas House district, and we'll do that at 8.35. So, um, so there we are. So much to, uh, much to do. So a moment ago, when we talked about praying for... Lisa Lopez Galvan and the more than 20 hurt in the Kansas City shooting. While we are in a stance of prayer, let's stay there for a moment if we can, please, and ask the Lord to guide us and protect us as we face all the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedom which comes from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America where our constitution is honored, where our schools and public spaces are safe, where our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn, and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. 
And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. So in the um, on the sports networks uh, yesterday afternoon, they had gathered a bunch of folks ostensibly to talk about uh, the, the Chiefs and the, their parade and the amazing force of nature that is the Kansas City Chiefs, who are totally a, a dynasty now. But that turned into uh, shooting coverage, and as will happen, uh, you had folks. Uh, uh, there were some some folks. And listen, everybody everybody is entitled to an opinion on all this. I don't ever want to tell you hey, you're just a, you're just an athlete. What do you know about guns? Uh, I'm just a radio guy. What do I know about anything? Obviously, I do this for a living and immerse myself in topics all the time. I'm never going to be a shut up and sing, shut up and dribble kind of person. Because there are some people who sing or dribble or play sports for a living or are actors or whatever who are smart as a whip and say things I agree with. Others don't, and some are stone-cold idiots. So I'd rather just kind of take things as they come and judge people by what they say. So irrespective of whether you're a football player or a member of Congress saying that here's more evidence that we need to pass more laws so this doesn't happen, which is a really dumb thing to say, no matter who says it, uh, it's dumb. There's no magical fairy dust laws that we can pass that will suddenly make these things less uh, uh, less prolific. Uh, it, it, we have a problem of the soul and a problem of the mind in America. We have way too many unhinged people, way too many wheels off, mentally disturbed folks among us. Therein lies the problem. We, we we lift up mental illness when it comes to if somebody's a boy who thinks there's a girl. That's awesome. Fantastic. We uh, we are a weak, soft society. We don't tell anybody how to cope anymore. We don't tell anybody to, you know, uh, to, to tough up and, and, and face life. Everything triggers everybody. We are raising generations upon generations of wimps and weasels. Uh, somebody looks at you crooked, you freak out, you, you know, you, you, you dive under the bed for a week or worse. You know, come out and lash out against society. We're not strong anymore. We're not raising strong people anymore. We're not teaching strength anymore. Everything is uh, every everything is oh I have anxiety. No kidding. Life gives you anxiety. Face it. Tough it up. Learn how to navigate it. Now, is there such a thing as depression? Is there such a thing as disorders that lead people to be less able to? Of course, there. Of course, there is. Mental you know, mental health is real. Mental disorders are real. But we've exploded them and expanded them into just every single thing that you can't handle on a given day. Oh, it's mental health. Uh, uh, so we we're, we're, we are so screwed up as a society. That's what leads to stuff like this. That's where we are. Not in a country that, you know, that we, we do not for the millionth flip in time. We do not have a gun problem. We have a people problem. NBC's Jay Gray on where that people problem reared its head again in Kansas City yesterday. In just seconds, the celebration shifts. I can see people jumping the fence right now. To panic and chaos as the blast of gunshots echoes along the parade route. We just dropped down to the ground. My daughter tried to climb on top of me to protect me. And I tried to just hold her so nothing would happen to her. Hundreds of thousands scattering. Police, more than 800 assigned to the parade, running toward the gunfire. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody. Fans. That is Stacy Graves, uh, Kansas City Police Chief. 
there to tackle and pin down a third suspect while medics rushed to help the victims. She was on the ground, bleeding from her mouth, all over her shoulder. One person killed, at least 21 wounded. Eight of those injuries considered life-threatening. And at least 11 of the victims are between the ages of 6 and 15. Physically, though, all of the children are expected to make full recoveries. Just a lot of shock, honestly. It's just crazy that this is what the world's come to. For Kansas City's police chief, the shock quickly gives way to frustration. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. The city's mayor left with lingering concern. And I think that's something that all of us who are our parents, who are just regular people. This is Quentin Lucas, who's the mayor of Kansas City. Living each day have to decide what we wish to do about it. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe. A fear shared by so many here right now. So let me break when we come back, because obviously there'll be attention paid to the shooters and their motive and how screwed up they were, and I, I get that. But let me pause when we come back. I'll tell you who we ought to be paying attention to. You know who deserves our attention? You'll meet a man next, 724. Oh, yeah. The great Gary Clark Jr. out of Austin Town. He is 40 years old today. Don't owe you a thing. Go get you some Gary Clark Jr. albums. The Bright Lights, Black and Blue, This Land. Happy birthday, Gary Clark Jr. All right, here's somebody else to pay attention to. This is 60 Seconds. This is awesome. There'll be an enormous amount of attention paid to the shooter, the shooter's motives, and the shooter's this and the shooter's that. I get it. That's part of the news. But I want you to meet Paul Contreras. You've seen video of Kansas City Chiefs uh, uh, Super Bowl parade rally attendees chasing down the shooters and tackling them so they could be arrested. One of them was this man, Paul Contreras. One guy was hollering and saying, you know, stop him, or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever. And he's just just bailing running. And out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here. And I just, I didn't think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't. It was like 30 seconds holding him down, and me and the other gentleman are hollering at ongoers, you know, where's the cops? You know, get the cops over here. Get the cops over here. You know, that is Paul Contreras. That's who you pay attention to. That is a hero. All right. One of my talk show heroes, our buddy Mike Gallagher, joins us next. 731. Mark Davis into the newsroom. We go. Here's Nikki Whaley. Now, Mike and I both know there's all kinds of stuff in the news. Republic hangs by a thread. We have the horrible Kansas City thing. 
but as I began the store, the, the the show today, I said coming up nine o'clock hour, Apollo veteran flight director Gene Krantz. Uh, you'll hear the interview in the entire nine o'clock hour. We had a and wonderful, it's so fun, and it's so fun to hear the excitement. In thank your you, because I'm just that. a dork, I exactly. And I want I want to do what you did for me, a couple of minutes, and then we'll dive into all the necessary terrible things. I so loved the text I got from Mike. It's like three or four pictures of him boarding his little plane <laughs> to go to Key West for a burger. And it was and it was the, it was like 66 degrees in Key West, I checked. And I just I just tell her what in the world was that about where you got to hop on a, 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 a well, I say little, a little plane. Cita- a, well, little it's yeah. beautiful. It's little a little citation, mus- right. citation Mustang, Captain Will Smith. And yeah. wait, I gotta tell you about this captain. <laughs> yes. What a life story he has. Yes. He wrote a book about his experience of being falsely accused and falsely imprisoned for rape. What? The wildest story, and I'm about halfway through his book. Right. This is a story that is incredible. It Ooh. happened, you know, 20 plus years ago in Raleigh, North Carolina. Right. A corrupt judge who didn't allow any evidence in 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 that that exonerated him. Mm-hmm. And then when his case became public, other people came out of the woodwork saying that's what happened to me too. They wound up disbarring her, firing her, and she wound up hanging herself. I mean, just a, a, a like a real troubled, tortured judge who ru- almost ruined this guy's life, and he he beat them. He he, he exonerated himself. With how the help long? Of, how long was he in prison? I think I think fifteen months. Okay. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Right, but still, it was a, oh, it was a while. My, my, oh, a my. guy tried to kill him. He's got a scar up his arm where mm-hmm. he had a defensive one, and he's a big, burly guy. Mm-hmm. And he is a wonderful American success story. He's got this charter company here in Tampa Bay. So, Mark, the the beauty of a trip like this was a nice gesture from our friend Brandon Rimes, who's got a show here. He's a real estate uh, and consumer advocate, great host. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, known as the real estate quarterback with Keller Williams here in Tampa Bay. He said, Mike, let's go to Key West and have a burger with my buddy <laughs> so, Will Smith. So awesome. And it was so cool. And we got on this little plane. was, and I, again, you're right, little plane, but it's a jet. We we were there in 38 minutes from Tampa to Key West. Key West is so quirky Isn't it the and best? cool. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and we we, added, we ate at uh, Conk Republic, which mm-hmm. is this cool, you know, I had shrimp and I had, didn't quite have a burger because I'm still not fully recovered. I was going to say, it'll be a while before Mike does a burger again. Thank you, New York City. <laughs> and there are pictures. There are pictures. There of are pictures. what? Trace of the trip, uh, because uh, Brandon, who came along, brought his producer, Alex. Oh, of, the, of this trip. Job. Again, pictures of the Of, of this course. trip. Yep, okay, yep. Yeah. And yeah. so if you text, get ready, if you text oh. the keyword burger right. to 800-655-MIKE, Tracy, in a few minutes, is going to have this thing put together for you, and we'll send back the completed video. Give it about, she's not quite finished yet. It'll take about five more minutes, but Very in five cool. minutes or more, text the keyword burger if you want to see it, because it was just a great experience and a great adventure, but learning about... The you know what can happen. I mean, Mark, can you think of a worse nightmare than being falsely accused of a crime? Well, exactly, and and I, you'll see every once in a while these guys who are falsely accused who they they wind up uh, there's there's a, who are these folks? The Innocence Project with yep. with some yep. of the newfangled DNA stuff of the recent years where you can find and you there'll always be some news story of a guy released from prison. Uh, after a murder he did not commit after 20 or 30 years. And I always ask, what would be in my heart? 
unbelievable relief, grace, and gratitude at at least having some of my life left to to live, or an unquenchable rage that this rage. ever happened to yeah. me in the first. I'd like it to be the former, but it would be hard to suppress the latter. You bet. Well, let's get to headlines. All let's right. talk a little bit about Kansas City Ugh. because, first of all, let's talk about the upside. Let's talk about the the, the, the greatness of the American spirit. Do you see the way they, they tackled one of the shooters? Yes, and indeed. Just, they, they put fear aside. They went right to the to the to the heart of the matter. They went right to the source of the of the of the violence and the mayhem, and they tackled this guy, one of the three people. Um, the victim, the, the the fatality was a radio DJ. Yes, uh, one of one of our uh, in our profession. Lisa Lopez Galvan of KKFI, one of those little sort of community stations that does blues and Tejano and and, yep. and roots music and stuff like that at ninety point one in the Kansas City area. She was so loved, and uh, we lift her up in prayer. And her family and her friends and her community and her fans. And then, of course, you have the inevitable immediate cries for gun control yep. right away, just as, as sure as the setting sun. You're going to hear the left. And, and, you know, all I can say is it is I would agree that the world is not you know, it, the world's a dangerous place. And if these kind of stories don't remind you of the need to arm and defend yourself, to protect yourself. Yeah. And, and, th- and this is heresy outside of places like Texas. I mean, Texas, it's a way of life. You know, if you're, if you're in a road rage incident with somebody uh, over in South Lake or, or Grapevine or Keller or somewhere, you better be careful because chances are that other person might, might be packing heat. Uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, not so much. And, and yet, this is the world we are in, my friend. Mark, there's no way around this. We have got to accept the fact that evil people do evil things. Uh, isn't it weird, though? And I'm not even angry about it anymore. That the immediate knee-jerk place to go is it's a guns problem. As if gangbangers, and I don't know if these are gangbangers or what the beef was. There were reports that that's kind of it was a gang-related kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You think gangbangers are going to stop carrying weapons? Thank you. How does that work, Mark? Exactly. How it does doesn't. How does that actually work? Will it somebody doesn't. tell me? You think if there's a gun ban in Kansas City, a criminal isn't going to figure out a way to get their hand on a gun, his hand on a gun? I don't get it. Obsessing, I really... obsessing over the gun is the craziest thing anybody can do. I think we had uh, right here in DFW. I did did sh- and God bless Shaq. Love Shaq. I think he sponsored or came to town or something for one of the dumbest things that ever happens: the gun buyback program, where 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 good people who probably could use their guns because uh-huh. whatever neighborhood they live in suddenly surrender their weapons so they can have what cigarette money? Is is that a good trade off? I mean, the bad people don't 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 sell their guns back to anybody. It's so stupid obsessing about the gun when it is a people problem at its root. It's like what it's a bit what we were talking about yesterday. We're filled with so many mysteries in life, and one big mystery is why in the world Democrats keep voting for politicians who are destroying their own community. It's just this disconnect. I had a great conversation on the air with it yesterday after you and I talked about it. A lot of people gave a lot of theories. I mean, of course, the, the normal answer is you know they're brainwashed, they don't know any better. That's it's all you know. But it, but it was it came back to abortion. It came back to the the special election in New York um, was driven by the Democrat successfully campaigning on Republicans wanting to take away the right to choose from a woman. And make no mistake, Mark, there's a lot of Republican women mm-hmm. who are in that category. That that is a that's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt us all year. It may hurt us in November. 
because the Democrats are are, are shrewdly and very smartly going to campaign on the abortion issue. That's what the, that's all they got. I mean, that's all they got. But the problem is what we don't understand is to a lot of younger voters, it's all that they need. It's really important to them. And it you is. I've had this conversation. I'm scrunching up my face a little because in that particular district, I don't know how pro-life a district that was in the first place. Uh, Tom Swazi, I, I think the, the one of the main reasons he won is that he skillfully and perhaps even bravely uh, talked about the need to get better on the border. He was a rare Democrat and maybe, and, and I don't know, listen, is this good news because it's better for America or daunting news because it means Democrats are getting smarter. They need to get rid of the open borders nonsense and we need actual Democrats. When I watch Harold Ford Jr. on The Five, who I think probably ought to run for president, uh, if, the, if the Democrats have a hope of a reasonable human being ever on the ticket again, says, listen, we got to have a border. And, and Democrats who step forward and say, you know something, we do need a border are going to be able to do better in 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 purple districts than those who uh, follow the the Biden Mayorkas open borders mantra. And you know what else uh, motivated him to victory I'm told it snowed. And let me explain. And I had friends there who said hey, the too. weather Good. was a factor. Mm-hmm. Yep. People stayed home. Uh, older people, many of them who would have skewed Republican mm-hmm. were were worried about the weather and guess what? The Democrats mastered the mail-in ballots again. Here we go again, where once more, Democrats are embracing all of the election tools at their disposal. And we'd better and, and we'd better match them on that battlefield. If we, we don't better. match them, yep. if we don't, we're gonna we'll never win again, Mark. Nope. If we don't match them on that battlefield, we're gonna get beat over. We're gonna get thumped. Guess what? You wanna you wanna early go do it. Go take do every I hate it. I want everybody to show up on election day. Yep. And one and 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 here's a little troubling note about elections. Did you see um, the lawyers for True the Vote told the court yesterday there's no evidence whatsoever of the stuff that formed the basis of that whole uh, Georgia election conspiracy, you know, election fraud scenario. Um, the lawyers said, well, we don't have we don't have anything. We don't have any because the courts are saying, well, tell us what, who, what, what your information is for all of the hijinks and the and the election fraud. And the lawyers yesterday for True the Vote, and I think it's, what's her name, Catherine, Catherine Engelbrecht and the other guy, uh, they didn't have anything. Here's here's nothing. the nature. Thirty seconds on this because uh, here because they'll always say, well, it, you know, went to court four hundred and thirty seven times, and it was um, on a day where it rains. Do you know that it rained? Yes. How many drops fell? I don't know. I just no know idea. that it rained. And yep. maybe a clumsy analogy, but what I mean is, when rules are changed and when norms are shelved, it means that there are going to be votes counted that should not have been. There will be illegal votes made legal by those changes in in a in a countless votes, and I mean literally countless because it's impossible to count them. the The quest for a judge to bring a gavel down and say, you know, you're right, Trump won, uh, you know, Michigan by ten thousand votes. I now hereby fa- factually find that not that's was never going to work. This stuff was never. Gonna going to work. What needed to happen is the Texas challenge, Texas and 17 other states going to the Supreme Court and saying, guys, the changing of these norms was unconstitutional, rendering these results invalid, and the election would have gone to the House. That was the only path forward, and the Supreme Court gutlessly punted. And Mark, your analogy isn't clumsy at all. It's a good one. How many raindrops? I heard you say that the other day, and I yeah. thought, bingo, you, you've captured it. We know that, that weird things happen in 2020, but are, are you ever going to prove it? 
Probably not. Not numerically. And, 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 and so pushing back against early voting, mail-in vote, voting and all of that, uh, you're, 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 it's like a pebble up against the tide. You can't, you're not going to win that. So embrace it. Flood the ballot box. Early voting, mail-in voting, whatever you got to do, we got to win. And, uh, and, and I just, it, it breaks my heart because it's, the, it's kind of the perfect storm. But it's also, there's also big picture dynamics going on, like, like the, how COVID changed so much. I think COVID really opened the door for a whole new direction of power and, and, and acceptance of things that prior to that would have never been acceptable. Like? We would have never stood for what they did to us during COVID. You saw this week the CDC, oh, no more five days off yeah, exactly. from work if you've got COVID. <laughs> it's yeah, a, exactly. uh, so, so we're going to essentially treat it like the flu. You can go back to work when you feel better. Mm-hmm. That's what people have been yelling yeah. at me and my earpiece for three and yeah. a half, four years. A day without fever and you're feeling better, get on back. Exactly. No more. Go no back more, to no. work. Yeah. But, there, but wait a minute, I want about quarantine. Mm-hmm. And you still see these nervous people. And I was in New York last week. Oh, three I masks bet. I'll bet. Outside, walking, looking scarily around each other. Where's COVID? COVID's around the corner. I'm going to get COVID. It's, it's the whole country's mindset has changed, including the CDC. And we ought to be furious about it, Mark. Look what they did to us. Yeah, never again, man. Never, never again. again. Do you, no. as a final 60-second thing, do you have in your conspiracy brain, oh, and of course, meaning things that may well happen, the notion that some new bug or some, maybe it's a national security thing that someone will invent where other procedural oddities will infect this election, that something's going to happen in the summer that will enable Democrats to find new ways to jimmy with an election. I, I'm intrigued. Everybody in my yeah. world feels I'm intrigued it. by that. My it. eyes are peeled for it. I pray not, you, but uh, we'll I be right. Not. We'll be All right. I know is Tucker goes to interview Vladimir Putin and yep. suddenly Russia is a national security threat. That's the crap file. That's, I think, is a subset of the Mike Gallagher crap file. The crap when file. something Pull happens that shines light on something, the media had yeah, to go find yeah. something in the crab file to distract everybody and take everybody off the a, set. Yep. A vague, yep. weird national security threat. Something about Putin is going to blow up our what? satellites or something? Yeah, what are they talking about? I, I mean, know. it's like, and but hey, Tucker Carlson, he, he nailed it. He had a great interview and they're still, they're still mad about it. Oh boy. All right. And you know, and, and 30, real quick, I know we're over time, but I want to mm-hmm. thank you. Because I kid you about your your love of space and expo- space exploration. And today, driving in, listening to you get excited about your interview in your 9 o'clock hour uh, with the, with the, Gene the voice of the Gene Kranz. What a great, great story that is. And I thought about what it must be like to strap yourself into a rocket oh, yeah. and go to the moon. Oh, and my. here I am at 63. Now, I watched yep. the, the first lunar man at nine years old with yep. a little kid with my mom and dad on our little black and white TV. Mm-hmm. You know something? I got chills driving into work thinking what that must be like. And you know who did that for me? Mark Davis. You delivered that gift to me. And I just, for the first time maybe in my old gnarled up life, I thought of the joy and the wonder and the exhilaration and the, and the, and the terror, frankly, of going into space and going to the moon. And I thought, man, it just it just like hit me. And so thank you, my friend. Thank you, did you that. in return. They, I, that means the world to me. And as we get to, we're going to play a bunch of Gene Krantz today at nine, the rest tomorrow. The last thing I ask him is a lot of people go too much money. We got problems on earth. What, why do we even go? Why do we want to go to Mars? Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to give his answer away, but it's about the kind of wonder that you just described. 
There is something valuable to the human spirit for us to do things that are so amazing for us as a country and as a human race to say, man, look what we just did. Well, I love you, man. Because you finally did it for me. Thank you. you, Thank you. Mike Gallagher there for you. As soon as we're done at 10 right here on 660 AM, the answer. Well, this is jazzy. It is indeed. It's Ray Anthony and his orchestra with the Dragnet theme, 1953. It was it was a radio show before it was a TV show, and it was a TV show before the famous Jack Webb, Just the Facts, ma'am. So here's Ray Anthony and his orchestra with the Dragnet theme, a big hit in the spring of 1953. We'll let them take us out and into the next hour where adventures await. 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 660 AM, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.